Warning, what you are about to hear is born of long years of deep friendship, shared experience, brutal honesty, and the reconciling grace of Jesus Christ. Please, do not walk up to the first black or white person you know and start this sort of banter. It will not end well. Welcome to Racial Heresy, the show where two Episcopal priests, one black, one white, attempt to violate the established racial doctrines of American culture and provoke you to do the same. Allow me to introduce Father Jarrell Ballantine, a cop-meeting, gospel-preaching, incense-sweetening, hallelujah-shouting, can-I-get-an-amen-asking, race-baiting, hip-hop-loving, priest-husband-father-friend, and all-around good Negro. And allow me to int- my, introduce my brother, Father Case Ramey, a hoorah-chanting, American as apple pie-eating, James Baldwin-quoting, handout-giving, social justice-preaching, priest-husband-father-friend, and all-around high-quality cracker. Good evening, my brother. How are you? It is a good evening. Easter is at hand. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. The I am Lord feeling the Lord is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Mm. How you doing today? It, I'm, you know, I'm doing. I'm having a good day. I am having a good day. I, uh, I don't know why. I can't explain it. Uh, but here I am talking to you and uh, and having a good time. So I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. Th- th- thanks be to God. You know, it, it, it's troubling times out there in the stratosphere. Troubling mm-hmm. times as we watch everything that's going on around the world. I see they looking at us and laughing as they look at the American political system and, and where we're going. And here mm. we are, two priests talking politics, which, which they say you're not supposed to do. Religion no, or no, politics, no, huh? Nope. No, but here we no. are mix, mixing it together on racial heresy, violating all sorts of things straight off the bat. What we have on tap for them tonight, my brother? We we've got we've got deep and rich doctrine today, as you said, alluded to. Um, a little bit of politics sleeping in here. Um, not that we haven't touched on on uh, the political sphere before. I mean, we have been pretty open about our belief that Jesus, uh, Jesus's words, Jesus's life, death, resurrection, ascension, all had political implications. Um, Indeed. And so we wade back into the waters once again, um, as many people will, will think of. Uh, of the politics here, and we have a we have a doctrine as I as I said just a moment ago. We have a rich doctrine tonight, a doctrine that says, "Let's make America great again." Woo! Make America great again is music to my ears. I think mm-hmm. you know it just gets me thinking of the good old days, the glory days of America. Yes, yes. you know, strange fruit swinging from the poplar trees and all sorts of goodness. Well, let's let's. I mean, I don't think that's what we're talking about. I, I think I think we're just thinking more about you know when a when a white man could come home from a, a good paying job and a one car and drive home and you know have his his uh, wife who's been home all day. Um, oh yeah, you mean the, wi- to- the wife who can't work and can't vote. Yeah, make America great again. Yeah. Well, but at least you know she was at, she was at home and and having the domestics take care of a lot of that for her, I guess maybe that was good, right? You know, we had help at home. We had help. You know, I I don't know about that because I wasn't worried about that. You see, um, black women were out working and 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 as they still are, and 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 black men couldn't get a job as they as they still can't. You know, so mm. you know, make make America great again. I... Well, maybe, maybe. Um, hold on. Now, let's let's not abandon this uh, doctrine altogether here. Now, maybe, maybe there was something about. Uh, uh, um, let's see. No women. No. Yeah, come uh, with it now. Black come with people. It now. No. No. Hold Go on. Ahead, hold Mr. on. White man. 
um uh pay gap no uh voting no uh economics maybe uh no uh no there's nothing brother See, that's, I can't, that's, I can't that, get that's the question that always comes to mind when i hear that you know it's like okay make america great again you see that 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 last word there again is critical because to me it applies hearkening back to a previous time when america was great it's not great now, they're saying, but it was great before. So when was this great time? Are we talking about the Reagan years, as everybody wants to talk about? It's funny that I'm the one that's on the right. I'm the Republican in this group, <laughs> you know. But are we talking about the Reagan years and, and, and you know, the Iran-Contra scandal and, and crack being funneled into the inner cities and, and all that kind of stuff? When, when exactly are we talking about? Are we talking about when uh, civil rights leaders were being shot and, and killed for, for trying to demand the rights that America has given? When, when exactly are we talking about? How far back do we have to go? Do we go back to when the Native Americans had their land stolen and, and smallpox was given to them as they marched along the Trail of Tears? When, when exactly are we talking about? Can you pinpoint this period for me? I, I think, I think, here, let me try this on. Okay. I think we want to get back well, we will we'll, we'll leave it that for we, we <laughs> you with some air quotes that, that we because I don't want to they people I want to we people we want to get back to certainty we want to get back mm. to a time when when we knew what the Bible meant when we when everybody was sitting in church and we knew our place in society and we knew with certainty what what was going to happen ah we, like slaves obey your masters type okay yeah. We, well, and that's and that's where that's where it, it both gets to me very rich and and also falls apart because I see in in this movement in this doctrine of let's make America great again and that that being a a rallying cry I I I hear in that this uh, this sort of fear of the unknown I mean right. a back to a time of a desire to return to certainty. A desire to return to what what passes for security, um, in in what is known, and that I think is a response to a fear, a deep fear, um, about the moment that we are actually living in this this moment of upheaval, a, a time where. Um, you know, I don't know how you want to call it a new, you know, a, a new civil rights movement, a. Uh, 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 a great awakening of, of some manner of magnitude of, of a, a tectonic shift, some realization um, of just an incredibly different future, the potential that is now apparent uh, to look in and say, maybe, maybe we can live um, in a different way, or at least we're no longer going to live the way that we've been living now. Um, and there's a fear if, of that, a fear of, of that unknown um, that uh, that is driving this this doctrine. Yeah, you know that that that's interesting. That's uh, that's a very real uh, experience. That's a very real human reaction. I and mean, we are humans after all. And mm -hmm. so that, that that is very much part of. Well, at least me experience. and my people are. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I might be three fifths. I don't think that's been changed yet in the law, but we're, we're yeah. working on that. <laughs> But, you know, we are we are human and that is a human response to the unknown. You know, I remember even in my own parish context in the church when I had one of my parishioners saying, you know, everybody wants change until you start changing their thing. You know, and, mm -hmm. and, and when when my particular thing starts to change, 
Now I'm a little unsure. Now I'm a little uneasy. Now I'm a little fearful. I want to go back to that time where I was confident in what I knew around me. I was confident yeah. in, in what I experienced. I, I kind of knew what to expect. You know, it's it's always that that uneasiness when we're invited into a new space, when, when we're, especially when we don't know exactly where this space is going to land us. You, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. And I, I think it goes and I, I, I want to take that even deeper, what, what you're talking about, because um, I think some people out there are going to are going to try and ding us for for choosing this uh, make America great again as the doctrine and saying, well, you know, it doesn't actually apply to that many people like there's there's really not that many people out there who are who are clinging to this doctrine. And what I want to add of, to, to what you've said is that those things, that fear and that desire for certainty and that and mostly that fear of 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 the unknown has has a double effect. And the first that we talked about just sort of on the surface, that fear, that unknown. But the second is that breeding this kind of hopelessness and and almost a despair in the people who who can't handle that fear and don't want to face the fear of the unknown but instead sit in themselves and just despair about where we are and in that despair allow for the existence of this let's make america great again just with kind of a shrug and a hands in the air and i don't know what else to do so uh, oh well i'm just i'm at least i'm not going to fight it i'm just going to allow it to exist and i think that is just as dangerous um and just as 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 vile and and just as doctrinal as embracing it in and of itself. Yeah, you know, I would almost venture, and I think Scripture supports me in this. I would almost venture to say that it's actually worse than actually being the the vile, hate filled person on the side. The reason I say that is because I remember the Lord spoke to the churches in Revelation, and He said, uh, "I wish that you were rather hot or cold." But because you are lukewarm, I spew you from my mouth. And it's almost as if, you know, it, it, you know, like that whole thing that even people like about Trump, you know, that he speaks his mind. Um, and I, I, I like that, too. I rather you speak your mind and let me know how hateful you are or how bombastic you are rather than play nice with me while you're stabbing me in the back. You know, so it's almost as if it's more dangerous. But you're right. That tendency is there where. You know, we are willing to placate. We are willing to uh, appease. We are willing to coexist with hatred because of that despair, because of that hopelessness, because, you know, we're not really confident in where things are going. And so we may not go to the extreme of those who chant make America great again, but because of our own sense of uncertainty about where things are going, we're willing to appease and coexist with a ungodly sentiment like 20 percent that agree that slavery was was a great idea you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and 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 the 30 percent that um you know think all sorts of hateful things i mean the stats are out there as far as you know when you look at that sector that has those beliefs um and 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 the racism and the hatred and the bigotry and the and the um xenophobia that exists within those circles that even those of us who do not share those opinions are willing to coexist with them which begs into which calls into question that whole notion of greatness what is it that we are looking for 
Can anything be great if we are going backwards, brother? Mm. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, no. No, it can't. Uh, I, You know, well, all right. Can anything be great? We're going backwards. Um, it, the the backwards piece there is is and and we feel I feel that pull, and I, I want to try and peel this onion one more time. We've we've gone two layers, and I want to give it one more layer to take back before we before we get to that right. And that is that to to bring these two groups together, right? That we've talked about sort of this inherent let's make America great again. We've talked about the this sort of group, uh the the lukewarm folks from Revelation and that you know, quote in Revelation always makes people feel better, right? You know, you <laughs> always feel more secure about, you know, your future when you got somebody quoting Revelation to you. Uh um it, it, we got we've got to br- I think we can bring this together and and even find a place where we ourselves can resonate with that because I think underneath of this is that very human fear of transformation. Right. Right. E- even and, and and greatness inherent in that, right? That that fear of transformation, the fear of of what am I going to become? What are we going to become? And 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 what is that gonna how's that gonna feel like and, and what is that gonna mean and and what am I gonna lose and where am I gonna be in all of that? Yeah. And, yeah. It's like it's like I, I, I don't know what we become. I know what we were. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and even though what we were, I can admit that there were some bad things back there, but I know what we were. I mean, I think of the Israelites on their journey through from Egypt and and at one point in the midst of the unknown, in the midst of the wilderness, they like, Moses, did you bring us out here to die? At least back in Egypt, we were eating, you know? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we, we, we know what was there. It was bad. It was horrible. There were, there were bad things there. You know, there was slavery. There was oppression. Women couldn't vote and, and so on and so forth. But at least we know what existed back there. Can we go back? Because I, I, I'm not too sure about what's going to come. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't want to go where you're leading me, Moses. I don't want to go ultimately where you're leading me, God, because I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. And so that mm-hmm. tendency is to go back and and it's like the israelites themselves were thinking that was the way to be great again the way to be great for them was to go back to egypt and that's almost the same thing that we're talking about here in that sentiment of make america great again it's like we're going we want to go back to egypt we're out in the wilderness now we haven't quite arrived where we want to go or where we think we're being led and we might not even know where we're being led and because of that we want to go back to where we knew we want to go back to what we knew which calls into question the exact heresy that we want to talk about tonight when That's we, good because I need some gospel, brother. Because I'm, I'm sitting and, and, in that place of despair right now. <laughs> well, let me about let me this. let me take you to the promised land, my brother. <laughs> I'm Please. just going to take you on this journey with me for a little bit because when the Israelites had to realize was that going with God was always the best thing. Going forward with God, even to the unknown, was better than wherever they were. No matter what security they thought they had, where they were. It was guaranteed to be better. And they came to realize that it was guaranteed to be better where God was leading them. And so the heresy that we want to talk about when we look at greatness, because that's a pursuit that we all want to have. When we look at greatness, the heresy is greatness can only be achieved as we move towards God, which calls us to move towards each other. Mm hmm. 
You know, from the, from the standpoint of when they ask Jesus, what is the greatest commandment, singular? And he responds twofold. The greatest is to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength. And the second is like the first, to love your neighbor as yourself. That means that the only way we can move towards God is when we move towards each other. And to, to drop back just a little bit, I know we said we weren't going to drop back, but it almost seems like it's necessary to drop back a little bit. That whole sentiment of make America great again is trying to move away from each other. You know, we want to separate ourselves from immigrants. We want to separate ourselves from refugees. We want to separate ourselves from those who are other than us. We want to separate ourselves from everything that seems to be different from what we know. But if we look at the Israelites, that cannot be the answer. The answer can only be to continue moving into the unknown, like Abraham, who left the land of Ur, not knowing where he was going, but trusted the Lord and went anyway and ended up in this land of blessedness. Not saying that it lands on the right, not saying that it lands on the left, not saying that it's embodied by Bernie or Hillary or Cruz or Trump or any of them, but I am saying that it is embodied by Jesus Christ and that so long as we band together and follow him, that wherever we're going is what will truly make us great because we will be bound to him and to each other. And that kind of greatness, that greatness looks a lot different and looks a lot like love and joy and reconciliation as we move towards each other and looks like um, a promise uh, of of peace, a promise of hope and a promise of courage that really does counter um, that place of despair um, and hopelessness um, that, that reflects this fear of change that we seem to be living in, in this fear of transformation and brings... Uh, a promise of um, of greatness embodied in a way that that I don't know that has really been seen on this earth yet is is promised in a in a richness and a depth of love and of reconciliation. One of your favorite places for our conversations <laughs> to land, right? Um, a, a real promise of greatness that is not defined as this world would have us define it, but is defined by. Um, one whose existence is entirely love, one whose yeah. existence is entirely peace, one whose existence is uh, is a precious collection of all people. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that thing that we say in the church and liturgy, you know, we're always processing, you know, we are we are we are never recessing. You know, because we are always in that forward movement towards the kingdom of God. We are always moving closer and closer towards God, which means that we are always moving closer and closer towards one another. And so long as we continue to make that movement, that is what makes us great. You know, and so as, as, as we look at that very real fear, brothers and sisters, as we look at that very real fear, I want to uh, we want to invite you into what will truly make us great. You know, retreating from one another will not make us great. Retreating from the world will not make us great. You know, embracing one another, finding ways to reconcile our differences, finding ways to draw closer to one another is what will make us great. And so if we really want to make America great, we will band to each other. We will band to God. We won't let anyone or anything divide us. We won't we won't keep ourselves around those who want to divide us, those who want to split us apart, but rather we would find ways to band together, right? Amen. And, and that's what we want to invite you into as racial heretics. We want to invite you into that, 
that that life that is abundant. You know, the Lord said he comes that we might have life and have it in abundance. And so we want to invite you into that because that is where greatness is. So we ask you to interact with us, to feed, give us your feedback. Tell us, how are you pursuing greatness? How are you working to make America great by banding to those who are different from you and pulling together in the name of God? And so we ask you to share with us your feedback, whether you email us, whether you post your comments to our page, whether you connect with us on Facebook, in every way, whatever you do. Until next time, I'm Father Jabril. And I'm Father Case. Imploring you to risk it all and exercise whatever power and whatever privilege you have to become a racial heretic. And now here it is, your moment of sin. You are defending the people who kill the lives you say matter. Tell the truth. You are defending the people who cause young people to go out and take guns. Thank you for listening to Racial Heresy. Be sure to visit our website, racialheresy.com, to post your questions, comments, and feedback, and to share your own stories of life as a racial heretic. Want to hear more? You can find past episodes of Racial Heresy on iTunes and the Racial Heresy website. Want to hear even more? Invite Racial Heresy to speak at your conference, council, church, training, or event. Email us at ebonyandivory at racialheresy.com or visit our website for information on speaking engagements.